0: Golem Two lines on the bottom of your on the base. We were discussing yesterday if you found Bussa in the street or if you found Bussa in the hand of a guy, which we would call now Bussa Shensalmamun minayin. So Rav Nachas Sultamon, Av traveled to Babel and Chamsun Makilan, and he found that the people in Babel were being Makel in Bussa Shensalmamun minayin and Bussa Hanimsa biyad Akum, the and he ate on a Chumra on them, and he told them to be careful with Bussa Shensalmun minayin. And Gemara continued with the story. There was a person that went, and we turned to Chaf by Askufte Nahara the that he wanted to wash a bunch of meat off in a river and then he forgot one. The Minsuba, And then he left and he came back and he wanted to take it out from the river. Rav said it's already you because it's and Amma, because I say who shot but I see Tahtai, that really this piece of meat that you left in Nara, it went away. It it actually went and flowed away and this one that he found is a different piece and it's Nevei there was another story with a person that was walking in the Shuk and he was carrying a piece of meat a vulture came a daya, and it came and it grabbed a piece of meat from it and then it dropped it a little bit further on so this person wanted to go and take the meat again and keep it Rav said it's also 2 at this point because again it's shins Shinsalmanayin and so dino because I say busted in the Nevel, Hasavati, you know that the actual vulture was carrying another piece of meat. Vitalk says dropped that one. and this one that it took from you, which was the kosher piece of meat, it didn't drop. It actually took it with it and ate it. And therefore, the one that it dropped is not your piece of meat. It actually is the Ginoi shat of There was a river called Ginoi, and it overflowed and it swept away jugs of wine. And later on, the jugs reappeared and they found them. And the shaila is: Is this yainesek or not? And the Gemara says also of the kumar b'yis. This Shiloh came in front of Rabbi Yisrael and he said, Go and check and make sure you're certain and you put chachmen in it to make sure that the seals that you sealed it with are exactly the same. Meaning, to go and see if you have tfiyas ayin on this wine jug, and if you do, then it would be kosher But if not, you wouldn't be able to use it. also of the Kumi So, a similar story happened over there. There were earthenware jugs that they found outside the basic classes of this town called bully. And the story came in front of him. I mean, he had a shaila. could we use it or not? Go and check the red dye that was on it and sealing it, if it's the same red dye that you use, and then you can use it. But if not, you won't be able to use it. there was a roasted that that is taken besat the Gupta, and this Ghidi was found by the marketplace of Gutta, the And there was a potential problem for two different reasons. And they still says Muta number one even though it was a messian, generally you have to return it. Here they said you don't have to return it and because the people that would walk there what people that kept kosher. The Gemara says, what does it mean because of Mitzia? The Tani because we learned. If someone goes and he sees that the lion stole something from a person or there was an army that took something from a person or there was a river that overflowed or you had large waves or large tides of a river or if a person finds something on a highway, a large road, or from a large plaza or a large shuk, you're allowed to keep that item because you say, the misyayish, and therefore it's hefka. And that's also the reason that in this case, when they found that gadi outside of the marketplace, they were allowed to keep it. And, this, and the reason why they were able to eat it is because of the people that were walking there were Jewish. And therefore, you didn't have to worry about shchitaz nachri. You didn't have to worry that it was in the rabbi And it turns out that they found out that this piece of meat actually came from the house of Rabbi, and therefore they were correct the Gemara. Continues eagle Levi. There was actually a block of cheese that was found in the hotel of Levi. And the same thing happened. They said it's mutter to use for two reasons. Number one, you're allowed to keep it mishum mishum You're allowed to eat it There's no problem of over and you're allowed to use it And they actually find out They actually came from the house of Rabbelezer Rabbeyesi. Um, Rabbeyesi said in front of Rabbeyesi, that not Chamin Rabbonin Machrizin, we just said that if you find in these different places, it's considered yours because the Bailem on Messiah but we find and go and actually call it out, and they are Machris, and then they don't keep it. Amalai um, responded back, Rabbeyesi said to Rabbonin, at in Haviyasa Meshkach L'in Espis, if you would actually find something like this, you wouldn't keep it? You're allowed to keep it. That's the Halacha. Lemaissa, the Semidus Hasidus, the Rabbonin said that you're Machris, but you really could keep it. Rabbeyesi, not only that, even your Father Rabbi doesn't say like you El He actually said, "When I find something, I should be at least to find something that's on the inside of basic And this way, I could keep it." I feel Even so, Ashkach It happened. Her actually found something, and he still didn't keep it. He actually was because he wanted to be this And we continue with halacha The Mishnah says, "If you find a lie from Yishlaim until the point called Migdal Eda." Or the same radius and distance around Yishlaim to all sides, then all the harm you find are likely Hegdish, and therefore you have to bring them as Oilis, and the Kavis are likely Hegdish, and therefore bring them as the because it likely was something that was in Yishlaim, and most behaviors in Yishlaim were being brought as Kabbalists and escaped from Yishlaim, and that's why it's on the outskirts. That if you find a, an animal which is right for Pesach 30 days before Pesach, then you could say that it was probably someone's current Pesach, and therefore now. You find it, it's yours because it was a Metziah, and of course, since it's Rabbin sham, therefore the person was likely already Miaish, and now you could keep it and you could bring it as your carbon Pesach if it was, for example, either a sheep or a goat that was within its first year. The Gemara continues at the beginning, when people would find a carbon, they'd bring it to the base of Middush, and every carbon, o'il and needs to have Nesachim, it has to have a Mincha and yain that's brought with it. So at that point, who would was going to bring it. So the people who actually found it would be required to bring the Nesachim and if they wouldn't want to give the Nesachim Bezdin would go and take a mashkin from them. So by coming and bringing these behemoths to the base of English, it was actually costing them money, and therefore they decided they don't want to get involved in this. So they would actually bring the behemoth to the base of English, they would drop it off, and they would run away in order that they don't have to pay the Nesachim. But Eskino Bezdin, Shiunasichar, Bar Michel Seba, so then Bezdin went and made a that the for an animal that was lost and found that didn't. Would be that you could take the nesachim from the chumis alishka and the people don't have to pay for it. I'm Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says zayim dvam meskinu bezdan. There were actually seven takanas that Bezdan made and this is one of them. And now the Gemara continues and says the rest of the seven. The second one, nachri shalchim lasim im If there was a guy that sent an oilim im as we know, a nachri could go and donate a neda or a to the base midrash, and they could bring it as a karmim. But v'shalchim on the if he also sent money for his nesachim. Now, if he sent the nesachim itself, we'd be worried that maybe it's tummy. But if he sent the actual money. Craven you're allowed to bring it from his money. But Vimlav, if he didn't send any money for the Nisachim, Mishal we bring it from the Tzibah. And the Gemara continues with the third takhan of Vachim Zvachim. Then if a Ger died and he left over Zvachim, but he doesn't have Yarshim because the Ger doesn't have any Yarshim, Im Yeshle Nisachim Craven Mishalai, if he left over already Nisachim, that he was mafresh for the carbon, then you could bring it from his own. But Vimlav, if he doesn't, then all of the Chosim and his estate is hefka, and people took it. And therefore, Craven Mishal we bring the Nisachim from the or tonight, Bezin number four. There was also Tznai Bezin Alkayin Gadol Shames. When the Kain Gadol died, and it was not at the time that they already instituted and implemented the new Kain Gadol Shateim and Chasik Mishel His general mincha that's brought every single day came from the Tziba. His mincha was a minchas Chavitah, which was a Seer seiva, which generally was brought by the Kain Gadol Machtsita <speaking in Hebrew> Abayim. However, there's a machlekas over here, Rabbi Yudai Meir, Yarshim, that that actually came from the Kain Gadol's Yarshim. They would actually give the money for this mincha. However, everyone agrees that even though the Kohen Gobble himself would bring Maktisababaykah, Maktisabaynabayyim, here we would bring the entire Mincha at one shot. And the Mishnah continues with the fifth takhanah that on the salt and on the wood of the base of that the Qayyanim have a right to have enough from it, and therefore they weren't going to be either on Me'ila. What are we referring to? Number one, salt. They would take salt and they would salt their meats and salt their hides. And number two, they took the wood and they were able to cook their food and warm themselves up in the base of and the sixth of was that if you have the paraduma and you have the ephra of the paraduma, then there's no din on it, even if you use it wrongly. And the seventh one was that if you had birds that became pusl. So if a person came to the base of English, a a zav, and they gave money for a kingdom, then they bought those birds and then they became pusl. But you know don't know who those people are, the din is that will would come from the zebra, and this way they would have the kapara. It wouldn't come from the Sebra, but the person who was the wholesaler, that it was the vendor to give the base of to Kingdom, he would have the responsibility as an insurance policy to actually provide for anything that became puzzle, or for example, if a bird would fly away. Now, of course, we're talking about a wholesaler that did a lot of business with the base of and therefore that was part of the deal that he would have to take on the khaias and responsibility for anything that goes wrong with these birds. And we continue with the Gemara. We have a major problem over here. The Mishnah Said that when you find a behemoth outside of shlam then and the cave is Now the Gemara is bothered that how can you go and take a Zechar that you found and make an oila? could also be a shlamim. So who said that this is an oila? And of course you can't just take an oila and make it into a shlamim. In addition, you can't go and say that this should be a shlamim either, because of course if it's a shlamim, then some of the meat should be eaten, and you can't go burn the entire amount of the meat, the entire on onto Mizbeach, because if you do so, you're going to be burning kachim at the wrong time because it's not nice yet. So if Haishu Rabbah says, the Mishnah doesn't mean that the person is going to bring this actual animal as an Eila, but the Mishnah is talking about a case where the person that finds it, he wants to make sure that Hegdish doesn't lose out. And so what he does is, he says, this animal that I found is worth $100. He takes $200 and he says, the first $100, if this is actual ayla, then I want the kedusha of the to transfer onto this money. And the other $100, he goes and buys a Shlom with. However, if this actual animal animal is not an oil, but it's a Shlomim, then I want the kedusha of the Shlomim to transfer onto $100, and the other $100 I'm going to bring as an oil. And at this point since he did this, therefore the behemoth goes out Lechulim, and now you have $200, $100 that you'll buy an oil with, and $100 that you buy a Shlomim with and therefore you misaken this animal. Now, the Gemara is going only according to the Shita that says that if you actually have an animal that's it, not a Balmum, because over here we're talking about an animal that's not a Balmum, which could go on a Mizbeach then you could actually go and transfer the kedusha over onto money, and even though it's us to do that, but if you did it, it still will work with the So on this idea, and this thought of Rabbi Hishiyah, Rabbi Hishiyah says to him, could you say that this is actually an that you could do? We can't tell a person to go and be and be because you're not going to actually go and transfer over kedusha from an animal that's not about money, onto money, and even though your corrector, a mayor holds that for it would work, but even According to Ramea, there is an Issa, and therefore, how can you say that that's the Mishnah? And therefore, Rabbi Yechonon now explains the Mishnah. He says, No, you're actually going to bring the actual animal as an oil if it's a Zacha, and a Zacha if it's the Nekeva. I, how can you do this? Because we have a regular din mid of Raiv, and rave Zacharma Eloise, and Rav Nekeva is Ashlamim. So the Gemara is, Ve'en Rabbi Yechilin, Your whole premise that you're going to bust a Raiv is that rave Zacharma Eloise, who said, Lacharma Eloise could come from a Zacha or from a Keva? and therefore it's potentially that this zacha could be a shlaman so how do you actually say such a teretz so the gemara says in another teretz that in a khanami if it's in a keva, it becomes a shlaman however if it's a zacha then in a khanami that animal doesn't become an Eila. what you do is on the of that what you do is you take this actual animal you do a yurachi you make sure it gets a mum now that it has a mum you'll let it go and transfer the gushyo onto another animal now you take two animals you take one animal that's going to become an Eila, and one animal's got to become a shlum. And you make the following tonight. If the animal that's in front of me that now has a mum was a oila, then the animal that's in front of me right now, animal A, should be an oila, and I transfer the Kedusha from the Baal Mum onto the Tom that, that becomes an oila, And the other one, I'm going to donate as a Shlomim. However, if this animal that's in front of me was really a shlum, then I want to transfer the Kedusha from the bal Mum at this point, which was originally a and I found. I want to transfer it on Behemah B, which I'll make into a Shlomim. However, I also say, beheh should now be an oila as a neda or dava of mine and that would of course take care of all the problems and you just have to explain the Mishnah when it said in the Mishnah it doesn't mean that when you find a Zakha, it becomes only an oila it means when you find a Zakha, then it becomes also an oila first you have to bring two animals one becomes a shlamim and one becomes an oila and we continue on Davchaf am Beis am Rab-Ziru. Rab-Ziru says and he comes to explain the Mishnah once again and he says when the Mishnah says that if you find an animal outside of your that the din is that if it's a Zohar, then it's an Eulah, it actually means you bring this animal as an Ullah. Now the question was, how can you bring an Eulah? Maybe it's a Shlame. So Zu'ira says, just like we said before, money that you had, that it goes as an Ullah. and the reason why we could do that is because that it was a special that they said, any extra money that it could be mikrav as an Eulah, here also we're going to say the same thing. There was a special that said that if you lose an animal and then someone finds it the din is that you could bring it as an Euler if it was a zacha. So Rabbi Jesus said to Rabbi amazing? isn't this amazing how can you go and transfer a, an animal from a Shlomim into an Ila if it was originally a Shlomim how can you do that he responded back since this was the original that if a person goes and makes a Shlomim the din is that if you're going to lose it that bezden stipulated that in this Shlomim it actually Actually becomes an oila at that point, and therefore that's not considered amazing, and it becomes an oila. We continue with the Gemara in our Mishnah. We said there were seven different tikkunis of bezin. One of them was that there's a Tanai bezin on kain gadol shamesh tamein chassek kriev mishal Tiba That when a kain gadol dies, that his mincha which comes every day machtsitzu ba'beke machtsitzu Arab, that would be brought from the tibah. Rabbi said from the yarshin. So our begins. Rabbi Yehuda said from the yarshin. So our Gemara begins. When I was still in Bavel, I heard the voice of Rabbi Yehuda. He was asking Shmuel, and he asked him when someone was mafish their shekel and then they died what would you do with the shekel Amalai responded it falls to the double and you'd use it for kaya tzim's bath and he said another then Umaysa when a kain has extra money for his kaya and then he dies what do you do with that you have to throw it your mouth however once again you go and give it as in the and it would go to the kaya tzim's bath and now that the Mishnah and the Gemara were talking about the kaya of the kain we explain it it's a kaya tzim's we notice it in that a kohen gadol has to bring a sirah seifa of flour for a mincha every single day, and he brings half in the morning and half in the afternoon by the karbim mincha. That Rabbi Yechon says you actually split it into two, and then you mikdash in klisharis fifty percent for the morning and half of it for the afternoon. But you're not mikdash it before him. it only has kedushas Dumb before him, and not kedushas hamizbeach. But Rish Lakish Amar Reish Lakish argues Rabbi Yechon. He says mikdasha first you mikdash in the klisharis, and therefore it gets kedushah and then you split it and you bring half of the asir in the morning and half of it in the afternoon so the Gemara says we have a Mishnah in Menaches that's the Mishnah over there is discussing a case where you have a kain Gadol that brought half of his carbon half of his asir in the morning and then he died prior to bringing the other half in the afternoon now you can't use that other half because the kain Gadol is already dead and the Mishnah over there says if you already installed a new kain Gadol then he would actually Go and take a serious eifa. he would take a half of that and bring it for the afternoon, and half of it would have to be destroyed. And the Gemara's question is that you never put the entire serious eifer into a klisharis, and therefore it is no Kedusha HaGuf. Why do you have to destroy destroy the second half? It doesn't have any Kedusha HaGuf, it does have to be destroyed. On that, the Gemara says shekain, that the reason that you have to do it is because a it doesn't have Kedusha HaGuf, but it has Kedusha HaGuf, and therefore even if it would only be money, the din would be they have to throw it to the and here also, the second part of that series so Yosefah, since you can't use it, you have to throw it in the Yama and the Gemara says Masisa that actually at the end of that Mishnah in Menachas, it would actually show against the because the Mishnah over there says, Shnei Kraven or Shnei it comes out they have two are brought on Mizber, and two of them are lost meaning, if you had a kain Godel in the morning, his original one he brought, the second half would be destroyed, and the second kain brought his first part, which means the second part of the day he brought it for and he loses out that the other parts can be destroyed. <speaking in Hebrew> that even though we said it's lost, but you have to have to and has to wait until it has a change in its physical appearance and therefore it's not ready anymore and then you would actually be able to get rid of it and burn it. So this makes a lot of sense according to Rabbi that it has only Kedusha's Dharma not Kedusha's Ha'gouf. therefore the only way to burn it is only like that because then it would be able to be thrown into yamel or burned. However, according to that this Kedusha's wants to becomes comes puzzle, Why do you need two abetsurasan? You should be able to burn it. So the Gemara answers that ainachanami lefuryishlakish puzzled like Rabbi Shmuel the Ami Yisar Mekadish. The Gemara tells us that ainachanami this Mishnah is actually against Rishlakish, but Rishlakish actually holds like Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Shmuel is of, of the Shita that when the Kohen Gadol actually takes the and he actually scoops it out of the flour with the kli and therefore automatically it becomes Mekadushas Hagov. And ainachanami lefuryishlakish elafuryishmuel the din would not be that you have to wait till two abetsurasan and you could burn it right away. And the Gemara continues, when the Torah discusses the din of the we actually learn two dinim from there. First of all, every kain as well as the kain Gadol, on the first day that they actually do the Avoidah, they bring a carbon with the Asiris and that carbon is brought in one shot. And then there's a din that every kain Gadol, on every single day of the year, he brings a carbon and it's called a Milchaz Chavitin, and that you take Asiris Eifah and you split it up and you bring Machzitz B'beiko, or So the Gemara starts, when a kain is Initiated into doing avodah, maybe a serious eivshalai He brings his own a serious and he actually does it by himself. He doesn't give it to another kind to bring it for him. If there was a kind of or a kain headed, of and he did the Aveda, actually a serious eivshalam avidasik and even if they did the Aveda without bringing this initiation carbon, this a serious the Aveda still is kasha b'diavid. Reb boy would want to say The first day that the kain brings any. Carbon and he starts his Avodah, and if Baiba Yahim is finally his Ka'in Gadol, that same day that he started doing Avodah, he becomes a Ka'in Gadol, maybe Shtayim. He actually will bring two Asiris Eifa, Achas Lachinuchoi. One is his initiation carbon because he became a Ka'in and he started doing Avodah on that day, V'achas Lachayavisayim, and one of them will bring because he is the Ka'in Gadol, and that he'll bring Asiris Eifa, but that one he'll bring it, Machtsis Babaiko Machtsis Babaim. The Pasik says, Tufine, Benegade this carbon, it says it should be baked. So the Gemara says, Bishas haba Tufine, that when you bring it at the time time that you bring it, that's when you should bake it, there's no din to bake it before the morning, you actually have to bake it while it's already morning, we have a Mishnah in Tama that says, they woke them up early in order to make the Chavit. the people who were in charge of baking the Chavita breads, it doesn't mean that they actually bake the breads, it just means that they woke them up early in order to make the hot water, which will be the scalding Mincha Tufini, it also says in the passage, like we just said, Tufini, so if he says, You first fry it, and then you bake it. So you do two processes. you actually fry it, and then you bake it. He says, You first bake it, and then you fry it. So there's a between the two shitas as far as what Reb Khenina said. So the Gemara brings down a break, so The Pasek says, Tufini, it should be baked. And we learn out, the word Tufini, comes from Tafen Na, that you should bake it after it was cooking it a little bit, and therefore you see that the baking happens after it's already fried. But Rabbi, I met Rabbi argues and says, it comes from Russian Na you should make it a nice baking and therefore it should be baked first and only after baking it then you should fry it because that actually would make it look nicer at the end result because if you actually fry it first then it will be black from the oil and from the pan <speaking in a language> Rabdaisa says Tafen Reba that the Lushan of the Pasuk means that you should bake it a lot so you actually according to Rabdaisa, you bake it first and then afterwards you fry it and then you go and re-bake it and that's what it means in the Pasuk so the Gemara says Asin <speaking> inu l'plag basa also, this machlaikis that we had between Tanayim of the Tanakam and Rebbe is the same machlaikis that we had before between Rabbi Yasin in the name of Rebbe and Rebbe Acha in the name of Rebbe And the Gemara explains, and tefen and no, according to Rebbe that said you bake it first and then you fry it all to make it beautiful, is Kamanda Oma, Oifa Vachin Metagno. That's going according to Rebbe Acha. The Tanakam that says and no, that you should make it and you should bake it after it was already cooked a little bit and therefore you fry it first is Kamanda Oma, Metaglo Vachin oifar. That's going according to rabbi The Gemara says, that when we said in the Mishnah that the Koyangadol that dies and we gave you the Dinah as far as what you do with this serious Afer it's not only specifically if he dies but even if he became Tommy and therefore he can't do that vayda, or if he was pushed away from being the Koyangadol because he was a mum the same thing applies and the same din is said by Tani Rabbi Yehuda that Rabbi Yehuda the son of Pazi who was from Deloya even if the reason why the Koyangadol can't do that anymore is because he has a mum and they still didn't appoint a new Koyangadol then he would be from bringing the Minches Chavitin from his own money and either like the Tanakhama would be brought from the Tzibah or like Reb it would be brought from his children. So the Gemara now brings the and Swarov between the Tanakhama and Reb and the Gemara says How do you know if this Koen Gadol dies? And they still didn't appoint another Koen Gadol in his place. How do you know that the mincha is brought from his Yashim like Reb Yudah says? The Pasuk actually is referring to the Asir Sefer and it says over there but we actually change where the comment goes and we dash in the Pasik as if it says that it actually comes from his children you would think that the Yashim would actually bring it the same way the Karin Gadol does and they would bring it half in the morning and half in the afternoon the Pasik therefore says it should be brought so therefore we learn I said to bring the entire covenant in one shot to Reb Yudah however says, that this Mincha would only come from the tzibah and not from yashim Shunem, as it says in the pasuk chak olam, and we learn from that kruselai, that the only one that has a chiv to bring it is only where the bris is with them, who is the bris cars with? it's with the tzibah, however, Yacha doesn't have bris specifically for this and that's why it doesn't come from the yashim but it comes from the tzibah and then we continue, we say that the pasuk says the last words that that pasuk says, kalotakta and we learn out that, that the milchus chavit of the kayin gadol is kal laktar, the whole thing goes out of bear, and there's no part that it goes lachil at all and we 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 will stop over here.